Whatever It Takes, a podcast about Degrassi, the next generation. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Holland. And today we are joined with some special guests. Would you guys care to introduce yourselves? Hey, guys. Hello. Hey. Hi. That's four of us. Uh, We're uh, from the podcast Three Day Rental, if you're listening in December. If you're listening in January, we're from the podcast Blockbuster Night. (laughs) <laughs> we've officially announced the name too. Yeah, this is you guys got the uh, world the, exclusive, yeah, the exclusive the, the uh, name change. Yeah. But uh, I'm Will Fleming. I'm I'm Justin Metric. I'm Brandon Lane, and I'm Mike Patton. And what we do is uh, we do a podcast generally about '90s movies. We've covered such classics as Star Wars, The Phantom Menace, and Godzilla 1998. <laughs> oh god! <laughs> when that actually ties us to this because. Turns out Joey from Degrassi was in Godzilla 1998. No way. Was he really? Maybe 10 minutes ago. Oh, my god! I don't know who he was yet. No, we have no idea who he was yet. (laughs) (laughs) He may as well have been. So, um, yeah, we're real excited to talk to you guys about this this dramatic finale of very kevin smith degrassi special yes so yeah today we're going to be talking about season four episodes 21 and 22 the season finale going down the road and kelsey will you please dive into the degrassi wiki and read us the summaries yeah because the youtube summary is there is no description that's what it says um so for the wiki It is, Ashley's leaving for the summer, and her upcoming departure is bothering Craig more than he's letting on. The idea of her temporary farewell, added to the stress of writing a song for Kevin Smith's movie, is making him, well, nuts. Okay, that's insensitive as hell. (laughs) Part Part two. two. (laughs) Disturbed, Craig runs away. He wanders the streets and meets up with unseemly characters. (laughs) It's just one unseemly character, but fine. Alone, beaten and robbed of his precious guitar, a disoriented Craig winds up in a shelter. Can his family and friends find him before he slides further into trouble? Oh my so gosh. dramatic. The Degrassi wiki is dramatic as hell. And they and mention nothing of the B plot. <laughs> There's nothing about Caitlin. Nothing about Jay and Silent Bob. They like oh. casually mention a Kevin Smith movie. <laughs> They barely talk about Spinner's cafeteria job. Oh my god. I very important. I'm living for all right, we're gonna talk about it, but I'm living for Jay in a hairnet for his like <laughs> brief cameo. <laughs> oh the hairnet. All he does in the entire episode is hit on underage girls. Like oh, yeah. you oh, think yeah. he has a little oh, more self dignity. This yeah. is gonna get confusing because there's two Jays now, because there's Jay like Jason Muse, and then there's Jay who's a character on Degrassi who makes oh. a very oh. brief appearance. As uh, the other cafeteria worker. Yeah. Also named Jason, but we don't call him Jason. Only uh, Mr. Simpson calls him Jason when he's mad um, because he's like making out with his stepdaughter. It's fine, you guys. <laughs> In a ravine, getting a social disease. It's okay. <laughs> you gave me a social disease. <laughs> anyway, so we're, we're just going to like jump. Oh, wait, Holland, you have to talk about this like weird episode title. So the episode title is Going Down the Road, which is not a song, but from what I can gather, it's a 1970 Canadian film. It's like a road trip film. <laughs> I think it's like fairly significant to people in Canada, but I've never heard of it. But the episode title was originally Crying Over You, which is an 80s song by the new wave group Platinum Blonde. But... That's all I got. Oh, and it f- features a guitar solo from the guitarist from Rush. So that's exciting. 
But that's all I got. I don't know how it relates. Is it like Craig going down a troubled road? I think so. Actually, this might be like the most it's made sense in a while. And crying over you would have been good, too. I don't know why they changed it. Well, I don't know either. I, I kind of feel like you have two subplots with the father and the son where they both have significant others in their lives and both of them have opportunities to go abroad and I guess how they handle it. And I, I've never really watched Degrassi before this. I knew what it was. Um, so I guessing Craig has bipolar disorder <laughs> and uh, his father, I guess, is trying to support him. So. Joe, I don't think Joey's his father. It's his stepdad. 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 Okay. Yeah. Oh, that's but fine. Same. Father is, figure. Is Caitlin? Who's actually? She just left her son. Oh no, Caitlin's not his. Uh, Caitlin's not related to him at all. So a little backstory on like Craig. Um, his we, so we troubled. jumped in on this fresh. I'm like, I, first of all, I want to hear like your thoughts Everybody. on your first Degrassi watch. But I'm gonna explain Craig's home life for like a second. So Craig lived with both of his parents, and then his mother left his father for Joey. And then she died. We have no information about when or how or why. Um, and Craig's father was like abusive and a huge asshole. And Craig ran away from him after like some time and moved in with Joey. And then Craig's dad died in a car wreck. And now like Joey is just like Jesus. taken over as dad. Mm-hmm. To the life of drama television. Canada's. Yeah. Now I know why he has like such that's teen completely understandable angst. now. Yeah, he has a lot of angst. Why is he such life. an angsty teen when his life is just in shambles? <laughs> and on top of it, he has a mental illness. Yeah. So yeah. Craig is not doing great, but he is uh Jake Epstein is an amazing actor. He's a great actor. So you guys, I wanna hear about your Degrassi history or lack thereof and like what you think of your first Degrassi episode ever. Um, I've never, like, I knew what Degrassi was. Like, I, I know when Mike was telling us about this, he's mentioned we were watching the Kevin Smith episode. <laughs> and, um, when I was 17 years old, I was a really, really big fan of Kevin Smith. Like I'd seen Clerks too at the time and got into some of his movies. And I knew that, I guess he had Degrassi references in some of his films. He was a big fan of the show. So I know that they did an episode or episodes where Jay and Silent Bob were on it. Um, I, I never knew what channel Degrassi was on. I know it's a Canadian television show, but uh, I, I had heard of it. I knew it was like a high school drama, com- comedy drama, comedy, whatever. But uh, I had never seen it before. So this was literally the first time I'd ever watched Degrassi. And I like that's like the next generation, like uh, like Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, I was upset Captain Picard wasn't on it. Like I know it's a it's been a long running show. I think it was on in like the eighties or nineties and then it came back. Yeah. Um, with the next generation. Yeah. I think it's still going is it still going on now? Then it no, just now new it's, it's in a third iteration called Next Fl- Next Class on Netflix. Uh-huh. And neither Kelsey and I have seen that one. We watched, uh, okay. there was a, a reunion episode that they had, like, some of the Next Generation cast on. Um, so we watched that episode. And it, a lot of our listeners really like that show. It's, it seems fine. It's, it's a lot more woke than uh, Degrassi <laughs> The Next Generation, which is good. Like, if anything, that's just a good thing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, I, I feel like, you know, this is so, like, heavily based in nostalgia for us that, like, I don't know if we can re-get into a new teen drama. Yeah. Yeah. 
do you, uh, Justin and Brandon, do you guys have any history with? I never, like I, I, I knew what it was. I'd heard of it. Um, I think a lot of people who have never heard of it are more aware of it now because of Drake's emergence in the past five years or so. Yeah. Um, but before, yes, last week, I had never seen an episode of Degrassi ever. And what interesting episodes to come in on. <laughs> they gave you a couple doozies. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, um, I'd never seen an episode. I, before, I think, on our last episode I was talking about, I watched, like, a trailer for this one season. I don't remember which season it was, but it was the trailer where they were in an amusement park type oh, yeah. deal. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I really, I really liked the song. And like I, I, I like the way that the trailer was done. How it, it let me know everything I needed to know about the show. Like I feel like I could go into whatever season that was and understand which whatever character was and, you know, their specific, any any ailments they had or any <laughs> type of like weird tics that they had because of the way that the trailer was done. So that's my history before watching these two episodes. Just like a um, really well done trailer. Yeah. <laughs> so like, this isn't what I watch. <laughs> Um, I I think I have the most Degrassi history out of the four of us combined. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I my brother and sister love Degrassi, mm. and I guess I never really watched it with them, but I would watch it. So I haven't seen it in maybe like since it actually aired. And uh, what I do remember is all just vague, like, hey, these these kids are in high school and. There's a lot of drama going on. <laughs> Kevin Smith comes around sometimes. <laughs> like, more but, than you would expect him to. Yeah, like, he's in, what, like, three seasons? He, like, he he spans over the a course couple. of two. Like, yeah. He's in, like, ha- like five in- episodes, six. He has, like, a six-episode arc. It's yeah. really confusing. Yeah. Does he get his bump in the intro later seasons? <laughs> Does he marry Caitlyn? I, I don't know. Do they the- get married? I don't that's, think so. I don't like it. It's it's mean- it's so weird because Kevin Smith, like as a human person, like when this was like filming, he was yeah. already married, like had a child. Like this is like the weirdest Kevin Smith AU. So, does Degrassi take place in the View Askew universe? Yes. Like, uh, okay. Cool. Reality. Cool. So that means that there's a mall and uh, clerks and all those are going on simultaneously while these kids are in high school. <laughs> 100%. <laughs> but, okay. like, Clerks was probably when, like, the original Degrassi was airing or, like, maybe around the time of the original Degrassi movie. Yeah, it was, like, wrapping up in the early 90s. I don't know when that movie came out. There was a 90, movie? 94. Was Canada's Clerks. a different Clerks world, my friend. Yeah. Man. Yeah. You just got woke a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> But I did like that they had Kevin Smith on there, and he kind of does his usual self-deprecation shtick. Like, oh, oh yeah. yeah. They, even, com- they even commented on it. How yeah. He's a self-deprecating type of person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was like the Kevin Smith show taking oh, yeah. over Degrassi, basically. <laughs> I enjoyed the hell out of it. <laughs> it- I'm a bookman. It's Degrassi. <laughs> well, 
The, the, what's the name of the movie? It's uh, Jay and Silent Bob Go Canadian, eh? And yeah. now, like, Kevin Smith is kind of doing that. Is he made Tuscan yoga hosers, which is, like, yeah. Yeah. movies that take place in Canada. He had his uh, three-part Canadian trilogy. Yeah. <laughs> Very proud of him. Uh, he he got to live his best Canadian dreams. He's got to go back there for all the beautiful women. Right? Oh, yeah. Apparently. <laughs> ultimate self-insert character. Oh, my God. He, like, he wrote in his own Mary Sue, like, as himself. It's kind of, yeah, it's kind of precious. And I'm going to get with Caitlin. This is my dream. Right, that seems really creepy, where it's like, I guess since he was a fan of the show, he obviously had had a crush on her earlier. Yeah, for and sure. And now he's like, I'll, I'll guess if you let me get with Caitlin. I'm just like, why? That is so weird that they have this guest actor come on and immediately get with it's. It's like when Hulk Hogan was booking for WCW and just kept on booking himself to win everything. Yeah, it's just like, yeah. okay. Wife is in the episode, too. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. She's, she's like, like the mm-hmm, script girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she like she like comes in as like the teacher when Caitlin can't do it, right? <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so like, weird. This is weird. They were probably in a fight. <laughs> do a Degrassi episode and keep making out with this I mean, redhead. Like, to to be fair, at least he didn't write himself to hit on seventeen-year-olds like Jason. <laughs> is that is that worse though? He's literally committing adultery in front of his wife. Well, like, well, I just feel like with Jason Mewes, like I get that the only reason he has a career is because of Kevin Smith. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm I'm led to understand that he's pretty pretty much the same person that he is yeah. in real life as he is as Jay. Will, it's called it's called acting. <laughs> no, like, if you've ever seen him in interviews and stuff, like, it, Jason Mewes is pretty much Jay. Oh, like, for, I, I follow um, his social medias because, fun fact, I'm still New Jersey trash, and I still have a crush on Jason Mewes, like, just from my youth, and it's my great shame. <laughs> Um, but he like he has like a wife and a child now, so he's mellowed. But he's like definitely just the same person. <laughs> yeah. So so like Clerks was just his home movie as we were watching. Pretty well, I mean, much. At least got to make out Alanis Morissette. And he's also in the episode. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> Kicking right off at the beginning of the episode, Alanis Morissette wearing like the fluffiest hat and a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey and boots <laughs> and just giving it her all with the Canadian accent. She she's. Um, a national treasure. I love her forever. <laughs> and you know, it wouldn't be like a Kevin Smith anything if Alanis Morissette wasn't like in it being awesome. They should have named this episode You Ought to Know. They should have. <laughs> Although that's 90s, not 80s. I feel like this is more of our band, though, from playing God. <laughs> you go from playing God. Well, she was God in Dog. Yeah. 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 I was confused about that because he, uh, Kevin Smith says in the beginning, I, I had her play God in two of my movies. And I'm like, she was God in Dogma, but what else? In Jay and Silent Bob Strike Back, she's at the like after credits. Oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. Oh, okay. I don't remember that. I haven't seen that movie in a long time, though. Most people don't remember that movie. It's not very good. <laughs> it wasn't good. It's not great. They, they, there's a monkey, and I, I want to say... Who, they who had a good girl? Weezer song. Yeah. Like, Elizabeth, what's her face? Uh, she showed her boobs oh, in American um, Pie, which is what she's famous for. Yeah, that's the only <laughs> thing I remember about her. Oh, yeah. Um, Shannon Elizabeth. Shannon Elizabeth. Yeah. That's yeah. it. <laughs> in terms of Kevin Smith movies, though, I think that this, these episodes were around the time of Jersey Girl. Oh, God. Or he really got all the backlash, I think, of Jersey Girl and realized, oh, 
Well, it really isn't good if I go outside of my comfort zone. Yeah. Yeah. Now he's like a weird stoner uncle kind of. <laughs> like it, it's weird now. I'm like, I like Kevin Smith and I respect him. Like, I don't have the same appreciation of his movies that I did 10 years ago. But it's just kind of weird to me now because most of the movies he's made lately, I haven't particularly enjoyed. And he just I know that he has a very uh, prolific podcasting career. Um, but now he's just kind of strange <laughs> but you know what i like i don't know i just i'm still enjoying his existence and i he oh, hasn't yeah. put out like a good thing in a while but like i still i love clerks i love mall rats i love dogma i i could do without chasing amy to be honest but i mean otherwise <laughs> i don't know i i'm i mostly enjoy his existence but i also like yoga hosers was the first kevin smith movie i've seen in a long time because like i know that like Across the board, people are like, he hasn't put out anything good in a while. <laughs> he proved it with that movie. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. It's well, didn't place. he give his like seal of approval for like Batman v Superman and oh, like the he? entire Warner Brothers? I feel like movie he just lineup? wanted to get in Ben Affleck's good graces. Oh, <laughs> well, he even says in like, I think it's the second episode, like working with high schoolers is harder than working with. Yeah. Ben yeah. <laughs> Which I think is saying a lot from what I've heard about working with Ben Affleck. Yeah, yeah, that's no fun. Just ask mm-hmm. Schneider. <laughs> All right. So to... we're going to like dive right into this app because we've done 17 <laughs> minutes of Kevin Smith, <laughs> which oh, seems fine. about yeah. right. Um, so, yeah. So we start off with Alanis just like doing her damn thing. And and I let, and Jay says this hoe, pause, sir, which made me laugh a little. I was like, okay, I see what you're doing. Um, I mean, I kind of want to go right into fashion because she's out of control. Yeah, go for it. Fashion police. Um, okay, so my first note is obviously about Alanis's like, entire Canadian ensemble. The fuzzy hat, the flannel, Maple Leafs jersey, the boots, the weird, like, Native American-y looking skirt. It's, like, <laughs> weird and has, like, tassels at the bottom and looks like it's maybe made out of a deer. I don't know. The hockey stick. Always. Um, the hockey stick is so unnecessary. Um, Craig's hair is great. It's so good. Ashley's hair looks pretty good. Caitlyn's hair looks really good. Um, I don't know how I feel about Caitlyn's blazer in the beginning. It's like, eh, I don't know. Like, she looks good in everything because she's Caitlyn, but it's, like, just very forgettable. Her collars are out of control, though. Yeah, there, there's too much they're pop humongous. in that collar. It's <laughs> it's a little crazy. Um, Jay works at the dot now and they are wearing hairnets while they cater the school. And they're not wearing them properly. Like they're not all the way on their heads because of course they're not. This is a Canadian custom. They can't cover their beautiful faces, Kelsey. Oh my god. Um also, can we just talk about every costume in this movie? Because Ellie as like an eighties goth is what is giving me life right now. I'm here for it. Manny is a cheerleader. Of course. Jailbait to Jason Muse the entire episode. Mm. Um, Paige, we'll talk about how bad Paige is as an actress. Not Lauren Collins, Paige. Um, but she looks cute. I mean, she looks whatever. I mean, they, she's like, they're like, they're trying to make her kind of hot, but not like too hot. I don't know how to feel about it. It's like a trying too hard, but also not trying hard enough. I honestly did not take a lot of fashion notes now that I'm looking. Um, I am like skimming through, um, (laughs) You guys don't have any thoughts on did any like particularly two thousand five esque fashions catch your I, attention? It's kind of more of a general thing, and it has to do with the opening credits. But 
I knew this was a Canadian show. It's very famously a Canadian show. But the fact that the end credits or the credits end on, I think it's Craig in full denim. No, that's Marco. We didn't oh, meet Marco, Marco in this episode. Yeah. Full denim. And I'm just like, that's the most Canadian thing I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like Degrassi emblazoned on a denim, denim jacket with denim jeans. I'm like, that is stereotypical Canadian. <laughs> I, denim I, on I like, denim. Um, I liked Skinny's look. Yeah. <laughs> he looked like a big yeah. bad character. Yeah, mm. he had the ripped jeans, the shirt that hadn't been washed. He looked like he lived on the streets. He looked like a gutter <laughs> punk that like hangs out on St. Mark's like all spring and summer, but once it gets cold, they like go back to their trust fund <laughs> mom's house. <laughs> believe that he's not homeless you know what i mean that's that's what i'm like yeah, you're not homeless he's yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, um, not, to, not to harp on kevin smith again but his, <laughs> his bowling shirts put 17 minutes on the clock let's go and his uh his trench coat like i know he had he sticks with weird <laughs> motifs when he dresses himself his trench <laughs> coat like, paired uh, with the jorts face on it uh trench coat jorts mullet hat Oh man! Like Mullet sometimes I forget is. that the hair isn't real until like he's just a person in the world. And I'm like, oh, when you put on that hat, that hat has hair attached to it. I feel you. Because <laughs> the hair is his personality. Oh my gosh! <laughs> speak as Silent Bob, I guess. Magic. Um, I don't care for Craig's denim jacket because it is ill-fitting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. I mean, it's it's just like like you could you can do better. Um, I like uh. Caitlin's like sexy I'm a drunk person tank top situation <laughs> um and I also like Craig's leather jacket hoodie combo when he like first runs away like when he first like gets in the cab or whatever and he's like we're not going to the airport I like I, Jason Muse's beanie the, the Canadian flag on oh yeah snoogans <laughs> <laughs> and I like Joey's cool stepdad clothes <laughs> he's like yeah, slacks yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> It but is. but you know you can always talk to him. He had yeah. like that demeanor that's like I'm here for you. Like a this, shop teacher. Yeah. 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 He looks like a shop teacher. He's like that Mr. Cleanhead too in like the nice boutique. <laughs> Joey was Joey was my favorite character in this. I I felt like he was constantly getting shit on and I felt bad yeah. for him. Even though he when was I think about what it must look like to be yeah. 35, that's it. I was I was watching this side, at side four in the morning, so I was not like all there. So I was like, oh, "Why is everybody so mean to Joey?" <laughs> <laughs> Poor Joey. Like, oh. He is going through a lot. He's already lost his hair, yeah. guys. Come on. <laughs> Other things. Yeah. Like lost, his lost family. His, lost his, his wife. wife left him. <laughs> well, not to get too far ahead into the episode, but I liked how with Craig and Ashley that you know she's going away because I watched the episode before the finale too. To kind of get into the Kevin Smith trilogy yeah, aspect yeah. of it, and um, I know that Smith. she's going to England, and then in a boneheaded move, Craig decides like, no, she doesn't need space. I'm gonna go after her too, <laughs> and she's like, come on, no, like you can't do this. And then uh, with Caitlin and Joey, like uh, Caitlin has an offer to go to L.A., but she's with Joey, and um, Kevin Smith kind of indirectly ruins Joey's life of being like, no, no, you should definitely go to LA. But I did like how that kind of father, you know, stepfather, son mirroring, like knowing that yeah. you, know, you feel like the girl problems are just, you know, purely high school related, but seeing someone else go through that that's old there and they can both sort of bond over the troubles that they're having with women at the moment was kind of 
something I enjoyed. Kevin Smith ruined multiple lives in these episodes. Yeah. <laughs> he, that he really, really did. did. So, he also just hires his sound people on the fly. <laughs> he <laughs> hires <laughs> on the fly. <laughs> like, yeah, you bunch of high schoolers, or any you drama kids, I don't care. You're all, you're all in my movie. Yeah, Fuck it. Kevin answer. Smith. <laughs> I wonder if it's how he does it in real life. That's probably We could all be in a Kevin Smith movie How do you think he met Jason Mewes? He was the closest guy to Jason Mewes' original name was Spinner. (laughs) (laughs) Actually. All right. So, yeah. So, so it starts with Alanis Morissette opening their filming their movie. Yeah, I'm sorry. I I kind of skipped to the end. (laughs) You hear Kevin Smith. Oh, stop it. Yeah. Um, Jay says something about a hoser, and then she smacks him with a uh, hockey stick. Hockey stick, which sure, so Canadian. So the basis of their movie is they're so shitty at school in America that they're now coming to Canada to graduate. Is that the basis of their yeah. movie? Yeah, and they and they made a sweet topical reference that's really traveled through time about. Oh. Well, I'm here because Bush is still president. And I'm like, oh, man. So many bitter Americans talking about an election in this episode. And I was like, oh, God. History repeats itself. Canada can't itself, though, if they're being like, our school system is not superior to America's. Like, I know that a lot of people make jokes about Canada, but does Canada make jokes about itself? I feel like Canada, like, if anything, is just, like, very apologetic for who they are as a country, which they don't need to be. Yeah. Yeah, have pride in being from Canada. Like, seriously. Yeah. I don't mean that facetiously. Like, see, I, I think it, it must be a fine country. Yeah. It's the grassy. Yeah. And Drake and the Wicked. Yeah. And having watched all of these episodes, like, even 10 years ago, Canada was so much more progressive than America was that it's, like, endearing to watch, like, 2005 Canada be like, Practice safe sex. Abortion's okay. Don't worry. We have health care for everybody. <laughs> Don't worry about it. <laughs> Soon we'll have Justin Trudeau. Yeah, yeah I was going to say, this is pre-Stephen Harper, so it was still not too bad. And then Stephen Harper came in, and I know he was there for a while, and it wasn't too great. Stephen Harper was Canada's bush. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, boy. Um, and then Jason Mewes is a skis ball because, of course, he is. Um, he like immediately hits on Ashley and like not even for the movie, just like in his life. (laughs) Um, so he hits on Ashley and then like leaves with Alanis Morissette to like, I assume go have sex in his trailer. Yeah. She was like, let's go make out in your trailer. And he's like, really? And she's like, yeah, really? And I was like, oh, jealous. (laughs) Oh gosh. (laughs) Which I'm not proud of you guys. It's the only person that gets a happy ending in this episode. Yeah. (laughs) These are facts. (laughs) Um, And then they talk about how Ashley's leaving and Craig is bitter as fuck about it. Like openly bitter, like not even hiding it. Also, what what was the one thing that Ashley said she wanted to do when she gets to London? I just wrote, why oh, is this what Ashley wants to see do? See a movie in Leicester Square? Like, oh, why? Yeah. <laughs> you could see a movie, yeah. It's, it's really anywhere. expensive to see a movie in Leicester Square. Go somewhere else. Also, I'm, like, you can see a movie at home. <laughs> exactly. You should as go. As soon as like, I'm going. It's all perfect. It's all set to go. I was like, she's going to have such a problem with it. <laughs> I didn't think they were going to break up, but. Ooh, they really spoiled the last one on you, Brandon. <laughs> come out of nowhere, too, because, like, she seemed to be thoroughly right. depressed about leaving him. Right. I'm so sad. I'm coming 
Oh, classic Canadian curveball. This is Canadian <laughs> space, though, man. Like you have to admit, like if if you chase somebody, you they're chase gonna them. pull yeah. farther away. Yeah. And I think that for him, he should have just dealt with the fact that like he, he let his jealousy get the best of him, thinking that she was gonna meet someone else in England, and maybe she would have, but uh, she needed that space, and he didn't give it. So uh, nuts to him. I did write down that he was channeling Jude Law in the semester abroad, that entire song. Like, oh, harsh. Sure. <laughs> like, just, he was a brand new song for, like, this entire episode. <laughs> just, like, emo as fuck and, like, really bummed out about his girlfriend specifically going to England and maybe meeting a guy with an accent. Yeah. <laughs> um, now I'm going to song stuck in my head. Um, yeah, but, like, Craig's being a whiny baby about it. He's not hiding it at all. And she's like, I thought you were cool with this, which, like, why would you think that? He's clearly not cool with anything ever because he's Craig. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I'm just joking, which is, like, just the most (laughs) deflecting. (laughs) And then after the theme song, they're, like, filming in the hallways. And then we learn that Kevin Smith is Caitlin's number one fan. He has, like, her box set of DVDs, like, just on hand. (laughs) I regularly forget about Caitlyn's planet because she's like back on the show for so long. And also now she has different hairs and better makeup. So I'm like, oh, remember when Caitlyn's planet was a thing? And she like came back on the show and she had like a director fiance. And it was like a weird time for everyone. Back when she still cared about the environment. (laughs) Back when she still cared. Yeah. Period. Where it's like he signs, she makes him like sign each one individually. Like, she signed the DVD. <laughs> <laughs> <And it's> like, <laughs> <laughs> Just like slowly <laughs> handing her every <laughs> single disc. Take this one out to Silent Bob. I swear I'm your biggest fan. <laughs> I think he does even say, like, I told you, I'm creepy. I have your DVDs yeah. right mm-hmm. here. I mean, it's he's like, not wrong. It's like, at least he recognizes it, but it doesn't <laughs> make it that much better. So, Caitlin is interviewing Kevin Smith, and I, I just wrote, how is any of this interview usable? Because, like, all he's doing is hitting on her openly, and she's, like, laughing. I'm like, who was going to watch this? Nobody. And Tomas, her boss, is like, no, we need something juicy. We need, like, sca- we need something dishy. Okay, so here's the thing about Tomas, is that his character has done a complete 180 since the last time we saw him. Because the last time we saw him was, I think, the last, like, mid-season finale. Was it Holiday? Yeah, it was Holiday. And um, he was, like, he, like, was encouraging her to go to, like, Africa for a year to do this, like, hard-hitting, like, AIDS story. And he was, like, really, like, supportive and, like, go live your dream. Do this thing for us. We're going to change the world. And now he's, like, I want Benifer. Like, what the <laughs> fuck happened to Maz? Oh, remember Benifer though? Yeah, Benifer <laughs> two point is now over. Yeah, but Benifer <laughs> made an appearance in Jersey Girl, didn't they? Yeah, of course they did. But they broke up mid Jersey Girl, so they cut out most of her stuff. I know a lot of stuff about Jersey well, Girl. Well, imagine the movie that could have been. <laughs> <laughs> she was. I don't know what was the worst thing about that movie. It might have been J Lo. <laughs> the lack of Benifer. Yeah, we needed That's more Benifer. That's not a very good movie. It's a good cast. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a good I mean, I'll, I'll watch Liv do anything, but it was it was rough. Yeah, and it was really, really sentimental, like really <laughs> sappy. It was weird for a Kevin Smith movie. He went off book, and uh, maybe he shouldn't do that anymore. Yeah. Well, in this movie, while they're filming in the hallways, Jay is hitting on Manny, who is a child, 
and he hangs out with Ellie and Silent Bob throughout the entire movie. Which, frankly, I would watch a movie just about Jay and Silent Bob and Ellie hanging out. (laughs) I would not watch this movie because this movie looks terrible, but I would watch, like, their, like, buddy comedy. And there's so many Canada puns. Like, Jay is like, she's the sugar to my maple, the cheese to my poutine. And then Ellie's like, the ick to my pathetic. Because, duh. It's kind of, I kind of love it, even though I know it's really bad. It was some good teen writing. Because teen shows, that's why. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) Um, I loved all of the, like, weird background Canada, like, cliches. Like, there were regularly, like, Mounties and, like, just, like, Mooses, like, just in the background happening. I was like, there's a lot going on. And I think at one point, Kevin Smith is like, I love the Canadian flag. I want it in every shot. Jay loves it, too. Or at least he did before he realized that it was just a maple leaf and not another kind of leaf. Oh, (laughs) <laughs> like when they're in the cafeteria and they just casually pour maple syrup on all their meals regardless of what it is <laughs> um and then this is about the time that we realized the dot is catering which i didn't know the dot catered i didn't know they had that ki- those kinds of resources <laughs> i didn't either i'm still pretty sure they don't especially because it's spinner and jay they're the only two people working the catering station which just sounds like a bad idea and the dot is like a burger joint like it it's not uh it's not like film catering. Like it's it's I, not crafty. No. No. <laughs> and like they're talking about the options and it's like prime rib and like something else. I'm like what is what is happening? Oh yeah, and while they're catering, Craig is like I don't want to eat anything from you, Spinner. Oh, cuz backstory for those of you who don't know, there was a school shooting earlier in this season. And it was because a kid got bullied because he was it was a it's a long story, but the one of the guys in the hairnets bullied him so much and ended up kind of leading to Drake getting shot. So everybody hates him oh. now. Is that why he's in the wheelchair? Yes. Yeah, I did not know that. Because I, I watched the episode before this, and I, I knew Drake was on the show, but I didn't know how much he was in it. Because yeah. I remember, I guess, in the episode prior to this, not to get too off topic, I know that one girl... Um, gets dropped while they're doing their cheerleading routine. So she gets escorted to their dance in the back of a van and she gets lowered, but you see Drake in the background like, oh my God, Drake, like every time <laughs> he would pop up. Like even in this episode, like as soon as he popped up because he just sort of appears, like they don't really give him any sort of fanfare or anything. They, You're like, oh my God, Drake. Did he get one dance at the dance? I mean, they used to call him. He needs- was the prom king at the dance, I believe. In oh. the last episode. You can go on stage. <laughs> you just kind of smile. Nice. <laughs> I want to go to Degrassi. <laughs> Don't we all? Um, yeah, so, yeah, Drake is actually a fairly prominent character. But the thing with, like, the main characters is that there are so many of them that there will just be long stretches where you just won't see anyone. Although Emma makes, like, a very brief cameo where you just see her face and, like, throwing, throwing a hat in the, the air. Throwing cap. Yeah. They're, like, every character on Degrassi is a main character. So they kind of have to, like, cycle through, like, when people get to be the center of attention on the episodes. Wow. So Drake was oh. on this episode, but he was, like, eating food with Craig and he throws French fries at him and he's like, Hey man, you can't throw French fries at the kid in the wheelchair. And that was kind of his only appearance. But yeah, so to the sunset, he collected his money, started making music. (laughs) He starts his rap career on this show for the most, like towards the end of his time. 
is when he gets like really into rapping and we're all like, oh wait, he's good at this? And then he fell <laughs> off the face of the earth. Hey, wait a minute, he knows what he's hmm. doing. And then is that how like... he got his start? Like was someone just watching Degrassi? Like was Dr. Dre watching Degrassi? <laughs> oh my God, next <laughs> guy. And he's just like, oh shit. <laughs> I, hope, I hope that's how it happened. Baby, baby was wild. Um, oh, uh, Jay is talking about his big scary knife, which isn't that big or scary. Um, and then we have goth Ellie. So Craig has a conversation with Kevin Smith and he basically convinces Craig to follow Ashley to London. And he's like, okay, yes, I can do that. I will do that. And he comes up with the plan to go to music school in London and follow Ashley. Craig is very susceptible to like any suggestions. <laughs> He'll just be like, sure, I'll do that thing. Also, Ellie calls him Morrissey, which feels appropriate. <laughs> and I like, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. I was just going to talk about how Jay won't stop hitting on teenagers, but I want to hear what you have to say. <laughs> well, I like the episode beforehand <laughs> because I know that um, him and Ashley have that band, and I liked that reference where it's like, I want you to sound like Husker Du meets the yeah. public. So, like, I listen to bands like that. So, like, oh, it's pretty cool. Yeah. That's all I'd say. <laughs> we talked about that um, in the last episode because I was surprised that, like, Craig, who was like, I know all the music things, like, doesn't know who the Meat Puppets are. I was like, what's going on here? Yeah. They're, like, the ultimate alt couple, but they don't really put a lot of research into their image. They just, like, it's like Ashley who's like, I'm going to be this kind of person now. And that's kind of, they just kind of go with it. She just changes with the wind sometimes. Um, Jay won't stop hitting on teenagers in life or in the movie, which I find to be alarming, but somehow less creepy than Paige's relationship with Mr. O. Oh, my gosh. So, yeah, one of the students had an affair with a student teacher, and it was really creepy. Oh, scandalous. (laughs) It was very scandalous, and it was extremely creepy. Extremely. So then I think... Caitlin is editing her footage, and Kevin Smith is talking about how more Americans saw Shrek 2 last year than voted in the election. And it's just like, there's so many, like, 2004 election references in this episode. For I don't really know why, because I think this episode came out. It must have been, like, six months after the inauguration or something. Mm -hmm. Um, And I loved that sweet Shrek 2 reference. All those timely Shrek 2 references. <laughs> Shrek American is love. Shrek is classic. life. <laughs> is that like a big hit in Canada, Shrek? I mean, Mike Myers is from Canada. Right. I would assume it would be. <laughs> <laughs> and this is, I think, when Tomas is like, I need the dish. Which is like, Tomas, what have you become? He's just changed so much. And he mentions Benifer, which is always a good time. Um, and I, But one of my notes is, I used to like Caitlin's boss, question mark. <laughs> and then she goes home and talks to Joey, and apparently she got an offer to go have Caitlin's planet be a thing again in Los Angeles. But she's like, but obviously I can't go because I have a family here. And Joey's like, yeah, too bad. It was nice they offered. Womp, womp, womp. Bye. <laughs> I sold two cars today. <laughs> <laughs> two SUVs. Yeah, uh, poor Joey. <laughs> um, and I, I was just like, I, I mean, sh- they're not married. They're like, they've on- they haven't even been together for that long. I'm like, Caitlin, take the job. But also, I'm dead inside. So what do I know? <laughs> oh, fair enough. It she seems like all good. I was gonna say it seems very weird that Kevin Smith spends most of the time saying how 
he is very anti-Hollywood and he's very like self-deprecating. And yet he's also able to instantly call on in a favor to get like a 20 year old show instantly brought back. <laughs> I, he, it's, it's really remember weird. that Kevin Smith is playing God in this episode. <laughs> he cast himself as God. He cast himself yeah. as someone who gets to make out with his childhood. It's because he's God that he's able to do I it. I felt like Caitlin seemed to be all over the place mm. in this episode though, or in this two episode arc, because you know, one minute She's with Joey. She's happy. Next minute, she's getting drinks with Kevin Smith. They make out. Next minute, oh, let's get married, Joey. And then, oh, never mind. Let's not get married. All this, all in the span of like forty minutes. Poor Joey. These yeah. two episodes are a roller coaster. <laughs> <laughs> on that. Yeah. It's a real, like, It's all over the emotional spectrum. Yeah. You know, Caitlin is just spiraling. She is. She's spiraling for sure. And she also, but she does have like a sweet, like, pseudo stepmom but friend moment with Craig because the thing is that she like is always the fun parent yeah um which has been addressed previously so she's like you should run away to London do it I'll convince Joey with you which feels inappropriate because she's like not even really his fake mother she's just she's just like his stepdad's girl she's the the living fun adult she's literally his friend yeah, yeah, <laughs> she is his friend. Why is Craig's life so complicated? <laughs> Craig really, really just can't him. catch a break. Like Joey just blames her for everything. He was yeah. like, "It's your fault. He's missing," which it is. It's your fault. <clears throat> period. And I guess that's why she was like, "We probably shouldn't be together anymore. I don't like you." Yeah, and I, I still blame Kevin Smith for this entire storyline and their relationship <laughs> falling apart because he totally came in and was like, "All right." So I'm going to be on this show. Um, I'm, it's going to be so big that I have constant media coverage of my behind the scenes of this movie. <laughs> I'm going to get the girl that I want. And so, wait, she's dating someone on this show? Okay, that doesn't matter. We're just going to make it so she loves me more than the man she's been dating for a couple years. It's going to be fine. It's going to be cool. No Kevin Smith movie in his prime would get that constant media <laughs> Seriously. Although it is maybe the biggest thing to ever happen at Degrassi. That's like, true. Best. Yeah. It was, like, it, was, it was a dream come true for him. He was like, well, oh, can I just even, do it any way I want that? They even poke fun at it because I guess Caitlin makes a dig at him at one point that he's like a D-list celebrity. And Jay yeah. was like, well, I'm like C-list. Yeah. <laughs> Well, no, he makes a dig at himself with that because he, he makes told a dig at himself this whole episode. Yeah, he, he's so... telling me, he's like, you're better, you're better than like it's beneath you. You shouldn't be all like on like well, D-list celebrities. And she's like, like you, and he's like, well, mm. that's his it's shit. Like, yeah, kind he's of self-deprecated. But yeah. if you insult him, it's like, what? No, like mm, I, yeah. you can't insult me. Oh yeah, I can insult. the longer this episode goes on he keeps lowering like what grade celebrity he is like every single time he mentions it and by the end he literally says like grade z celebrity like he just keeps moving (laughs) down more every time and i'm like at a certain point you're just a person yeah if i saw you on the street i'd perk up for like a second like oh (laughs) i recognize you so caitlin and Craig tried to have a conversation with Joey to convince him to let Craig go to London by himself. The 16-year-old who is very recently diagnosed with a mental illness and maybe shouldn't be leaving home right away. Yeah, I feel like all of Joey's points were super valid. And they're yeah. like, you're being the bad guy here. And I'm like, yeah. no, he's just being a good parent. He's just concerned for his stepson's well-being. Craig is being a snot at that moment. Just, <laughs> well, because I've got 
I got emotional problems like that. It's, like, yeah. it's like you're just going right for the jugular, man. It's like yes, first yeah. of all. <laughs> but but Joey wasn't being uh, a rude dude about it. No. He was li- literally just like, I don't think you should be going. You've recently just been diagnosed. You're I don't even think he medicine. said. He just said I'm not comfortable with you going. He didn't yeah. even. This is never happening. Yeah. Not on my life. Like he just said, I'm not comfortable and with this. Like the he, rest of them just cranked yeah. it up to eleven. Yeah, he wanted to open a dialogue, and they were like, "No, it's this, or we hate you." <laughs> Which is ridiculous. About this at all? Yeah. Like maybe before, like maybe surprising her after you guys are kind of breaking up. Not the best idea. <laughs> but then, like two scenes later, Joey breaks real quick and is like, "Just kidding. I'll let you go to London <laughs> because I can't handle you being mad at me." Like he can't handle Craig pouting for like thirty minutes. He's like, I, "You've broken me." He even buys him the tickets, doesn't he? Yeah. yeah. Which like Craig, you frowned all throughout dinner. I mean, Fine. London. <laughs> all right. And what's crazy is like Craig has more money and like his like dead dad's trust fund for him sorry was that insensitive his dad oh. was an asshole we don't care about no, him his dad was abusive okay, and terrible um but he has like more money in that trust fund than like joey has to like buy his bills. own house <laughs> yeah he like can't pay for his own house but he's like sure i'll buy you like a last like he literally bought a ticket for like two days from then yeah. to london wow so wow. then uh, Craig goes to see Ashley off as she's leaving for London. Oh wait, we're skipping the brief Drake moment. We can't. We oh, can't leave Jimmy out. I'll be so hey, sad. Oh, this was right hey. before he knew he was going to London, and he's eating lunch with Jimmy. And I think he's just like complaining about how Ashley's going away, and Jimmy says, "You can't throw fries at a kid in a wheelchair," which is a fair point. <laughs> Aubrey Drake Graham. National oh, treasure. Aubrey Graham, you are a goddamn delight. Um, and then we also have the uh, the scene with um, Paige, who talks about her yoga-toned ass, which is short, um, and she's, like, just not good. And then uh, Kevin <laughs> Smith is like, you were very, and just, like, <laughs> left it at that. That was his critique of her performance. And it was a really good Heather's moment. It was amazing. How very. Oh, also in this area, when Tomas is asking for Benefer, Caitlin just quits her job. Yeah, that was very sudden. <laughs> She's like, <laughs> you know very... what? I don't need this. Integrity. Although we kind of got an inkling, like even though Tomas like made a total turnaround, we kind of got an inkling that she's was starting to be unhappy since the um blood drive episode. Yeah, because she's like they keep trying to like stamp out all the interesting stuff that we're doing, and like so at least we kind of get like a sense of like unrest at her job. And she and Kevin Smith talk at length about how like covering local news is boring, which like I guess that's fair. I don't know. So Caitlin quits, and then. Craig sees Ashley off and he's like, so guess what? <laughs> I'm going to be there tomorrow. Ooh. <laughs> and she's like, excuse you. I need space. What are you talking about? And she keeps bringing up how she's like, ever since you were diagnosed, I've just been so worried about you. Are you taking your pills? Oh my God. Like she's being really insensitive she's, about everything. Yeah. She's being super harsh. And I'm like, Ashley, also that sounds like your problem seriously like she can't handle the relationship because she's selfish which makes sense because she's a teenager and she's also like just a particularly selfish person Mm -hmm. 
and and she's being ex- like she's just very harsh and, and I she said, has a terrible cry face as she gets in the car and i wrote down <laughs> if you're so worried about him you probably should have been a little bit more delicate as you were leaving because you should know that something like this could make him spin out of control which it does way to go ashley I feel, I feel like a lot of people keep on asking him did you take your pills yeah about this entire two episodes yeah, that's what happens he says diagnosed with bipolar disorder sure i won't take my pills then yeah it's mainly ashley <laughs> shit gets out of control ashley's like catchphrase ever since craig gets diagnosis are you taking your pills are you taking I your medication which... Are you taking your pills? Hey, that's how you get involved with people like Skinny when you don't take yeah. your pills. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Skinny. We're going to talk at length out. about Skinny. Never hang out with a street drummer. Skinny went in on him. Yeah. Like, he had some some predisposed, like, anger towards him. Yeah. Like, he, like, he didn't drop a quarter in his cup <laughs> at one point in his life. For his mediocre drumming skills. It was the long con. And then, you know, I'm going to beat this trust. up. This kid's going to be down on his luck, and I'm going to beat him up one day. Craig strums like two chords, so it's like we're a band now. <laughs> he jumps three chords, and someone drops money in. here to film the behind the music on Skinny, Skinny. and Craig. Skinny the Joe Jackson before there was a Joe Jackson. Oh, oh man. We're going to talk so much about Skinny when oh, that time sorry. comes. I'm ready. No, I'm like, I'm really excited about it. But also, we cannot skip Caitlin and Kevin Smith being drunk, drunk in a bar. In a bar <laughs> because Caitlin just quit her job, and she's, like, fully hitting on Kevin Smith. And she talks about how she's hitting on Kevin Smith. And they, like, weirdly have a lot of chemistry, though. Yeah, I'm like, I wrote, I'm like, why am I shipping this? Like, I hate it, but also, like, they do have a lot of chemistry. But her drunk acting is not good. <laughs> no, it's it's like... It's it's like how someone thinks being drunk is. It's like it's like she's never been drunk before, but has seen other people act drunk in movies. And like, right. yeah, that's how it is. It's like middle schoolers, yeah. like pretending to be drunk in the cafeteria. So drunk, right? It'd be like if you like had never been high before, but you're like talking to someone who is, and it's like, oh, did you smoke some doobies? <laughs> <laughs> Man, <laughs> I had a roommate like that. Yeah, <laughs> I think we've all had that roommate. <laughs> I think some of us have been that roommate. <laughs> <laughs> so she's acting drunk, and I feel like they—I feel like they might have a lot of chemistry because Kevin Smith legitimately, legitimately is in love with the actress who plays Caitlin, <laughs> and has like a lingering crush on her forever. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> he talks about his iris metaphor. Which I was, like, weirdly charmed by, <laughs> um, which I'm not proud of. Um, and also, I, uh, Kevin, uh, not Kevin, um, Caitlin asks if he's gay, and he says, heavens no, which I was like, what? What just happened? Got a case of the not gays. <laughs> I'm like, first of all. He went to full snagglepuss. Yeah. <laughs> Like this is like a weird gay panic moment, but also like I've never heard a person say heavens no. <laughs> <laughs> and then she starts kissing him and then she pulls away and he's like, Oh my god, that was so awesome. Oh my god, oh my god. And she's like, What did I just do? And then she pieces out. I feel like none of that was scripted because I think that was both of their real feelings. Uh, yeah, Kevin had no chill about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wow. In in my notes, I 
just I just said what the fuck in all caps. <laughs> I, I was not expecting it. it I, I was like, this is getting creepy throughout the whole two episodes, and then it just comes to that head, and I'm just like, I did not expect this. I did not expect Kevin Smith making out with this is wrong. What am I watching? I can't members. believe we're smooching. Actually, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, needs to get their shit together. Yeah. And especially Craig. Yeah, well... Craig above yeah. all he else. Has, he has... Not an excuse, but... And Joey selling cars. <laughs> He's got a reason. He has, he has a reason, yeah. yeah. Just needs jo- to... Joey's doing all right. He just... For can't now. Wait. Kevin Smith, man. Yeah. Who can? <laughs> and he sets these events in motion, making his terrible Jane Saw Bob movie. The suave gentleman named Kevin. <laughs> <laughs> But His like he made himself, <laughs> he made himself so likable. Like I'm not proud of this, but one of my notes is, I mean, Jay's the hot one, but Kevin is so likable right now. Why is he charming me? <laughs> What's also, happening? I'm also gonna just take umbrage with the sentence, "Jay is the hot one." <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's I mean, what you get you to guys. write. Did Kevin Smith write this episode? Did he at least write his dialogue. I'm assuming he did. I feel like he, I if he didn't write it, he just like winged the whole entire thing was like i'll do my own thing guys just leave a space for me i think he they just followed jason muse around with a camera on the set for his parts he's never (laughs) he's never like read from a script snoogan 17 year olds (laughs) (laughs) yeah he like his jay's character like throughout he is just he just is the same like there's no change like i can't really tell when scenes are happening because he is the, the exact same, same person. Nothing is yeah. different, except Manny there. has a different name, and <laughs> Ellie's hair is black. <laughs> so, I know we kind of, like, briefly spoke about what the point of the Jane Silent Bob Go Canadian A movie was. Mm-hmm. So, when they're at the dance, why were there ninjas? <laughs> because just, it's a I... Jay and Silent Bob movie. Oh. Why so they not fight Are they on the lamb from ninjas? It seems Probably. possible. In addition to getting their high school degrees. <laughs> <laughs> Not just any kind of ninja. No, I'm just curious. This is just Kevin Smith prophetically seeing what his career is going to turn into one day. <laughs> and just making shit movies. Oh, he's got oh, to force an action sequence. I mean, to so. be fair, there are no brotsies in this movie. Mm. Oh, so. but oh, <laughs> when I talk. All right. So I'm going to talk about yoga hosers at the end of this, because that's like my thing that I'm like casually recommending, even though it's not good. <laughs> um, I, we're going to talk about brotsies because God damn it. Um, so Joey and Craig are, uh, like sitting on the couch and Craig is moping and Joey's like talk to me I'm your dad which always like makes my heart hurt when he's like I'm your dad and like doesn't even like do the like stepdad or fake dad or yeah, whatever he's like thing. I'm your father yeah and but Craig is just straight up lying and is like yeah Ashley was really excited I'm gonna go pack and it's like already like okay we're starting off in a bad place things are going to spiral and then Caitlin comes home and like immediately jumps Joey and I'm like you're overcompensating so hard right now and then she proposes to him because she's overcompensating so hard right now a lot happens in like five minutes (laughs) (laughs) and then Craig decides to skip taking medication right after that scene which is always Mm -hmm. a mistake also like so when Caitlin proposes to Joey, he's like, oh, I thought you'd never ask. And I'm like, so then why didn't you ask? Like, if you <laughs> wanted to marry her so badly, you really like you can do this yourself. 
Like you don't have to wait. Yeah. Like it's nice of you to like be wanting like to switch like conventional gender roles, but also like you can still ask her yourself. Canadian tradition. (laughs) (laughs) tradition. Waiting. So like the last two minutes of this episode are Craig going upstairs. Caitlin proposing to Joey, Craig skipping taking his medication, and then it ends with Craig getting into a taxi, and they're like, bye, have fun in London, and then immediately when he comes, goes into the car, he's like, we're not going to the airport, and I think that's, like, where part one is supposed to end, and it's all very dramatic. It's very dramatic, and, like, way too soon. Like, he should have waited for him to, like, drive away, and then been like, so change of plans. Because <laughs> instead, he's like, like yeah. is the door even closed all the way? Like, can no, Joey still hear? Open. His head's out the window, just going, we're not going to the airport. <laughs> he's, like, not even in the car yet. He's just shouting it from next to Joey. And Joey's just, like, sure smiling like a goof. <laughs> so then we're back at the school Wait, I want to hear, what did you guys think of part one as some of your first episodes of Degrassi ever? It was intense. Yeah. Really hit the ground running. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't skip a beat. No, they really got into it. it. It did have, as soon as he said, we're not going to the airport, I was hooked. And I was like, man, I, I got to see what I want to see what I want to know where he's going. <laughs> he's going to meet somebody named Skinny. Or oh, first, he's going to live in a boiler room. <laughs> in the school. Which is every kid's dream over the summer. I'm going to live in the boiler room of my school like a janitor with no home. It's where I can work on my craft. (laughs) To be fair, he doesn't have a ton of options. Oh, boy. But uh, episode two does have my pick for who the MVP of the two-parter episode is. So... (laughs) I'll leave you guys on that little one. I'm ready one. for it. I'm, I'm very excited. Because I think I have an MVP too. Okay, cool, cool, cool. I'm excited for us to like get to Spirit Squad because I want to like hear about all of your ending feelings. <laughs> but um, With just this one two-part episode as your context. <laughs> totally. Oh, yeah. also, I love the sad Craig music. It's very like guitar-y and like in the background which is fitting they have like weird like s- like background music for every character when they feel certain feelings <laughs> like they have the sean sad music which i really miss since he yeah, moved to wasaga that's beach that's like more of like an acoustic guitar kind of feeling it's very ryan atwood very ryan atwood and then marco's sad music is like weird hip-hop music <laughs> yeah and so is jimmy's <laughs> well, I, it's a little it's more a, yeah but it's like it's like is this show a little racist like what's going on <laughs> it's a little bit racist especially okay. evidence marco who you didn't see has italian parents and they're like the most stereotypical like mario and luigi type oh, accent <laughs> it's like it's crazy it's borderline <laughs> offensive to italians <laughs> so the, part two starts off uh spike is doing caitlin's makeup and caitlin's like guess what i proposed to joey and then Kevin Smith comes in the room and finds this out. And he's like, well, I guess I'm a really bad kisser. And then he, like, exits out of the room because he can't handle he it. He cries and runs away He whines so hard. Yeah. <laughs> Which is, like, kind of crazy because, like, you've known this woman for, like, four days. Yeah. And you're like, why are you leaving your, like, multiple-year relationship for me, Kevin Smith? And I'm like, <laughs> What? I made clerks. <laughs> you're gonna, you're gonna, you're gonna spend your life with this guy. <laughs> this guy. 
over moi? Over Julie. Silent Bob? Oh, I've got that Mallrats money here. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Mallrats is my fave, though. Let's be real. I like Mallrats is dope. That's a great movie. Yeah. It's not worth, like, dropping your life. <laughs> oh, no, for sure. <laughs> I wouldn't marry Kevin Smith because of Mallrats. I think that's a, <laughs> probably give her a hockey jersey with her face. <laughs> Although he did like weirdly get her the L.A. job back, we didn't like, which we... is also oh, yeah. creepy. He's like, "Oh, I'm going to help you out with this job so you can move closer to me in L.A." It's a, it's a very creepy move. It's... How did she say no and then go and say yes and they were okay with it? I don't know. Maybe Kevin Smith Hollywood's holds weird, strings man. again. I mean, I, I've applied for a couple of jobs in my day being an adult. <laughs> and it's not usually how job offers work. Well, At least fair. mine, anyway. Maybe I'm not as... Hey, remember when I turned down this job? Well, it's just like I want it. Have I got yeah. news for you? It's not like I was in high school, though, like... Martin Scorsese heard me playing chopsticks on a piano and told me that he thinks I should write the score for a second. <laughs> you mean you didn't do the departed score? <laughs> this makes the <laughs> least amount of sense. Like, just this whole story. Like, how Craig got this job is confusing. I just... But so Craig's living in a boiler room and writing and and I felt kind of bad for Kevin Smith, but mostly he's just being a confusing, like, whiny baby. Yeah, Kevin so, sowed these seeds himself. That and he has so much stake in these people's lives. Why does he care that Craig is going to? Well, I liked how they got him involved Europe. in the drama. I thought he was just going to be in the background, kind of being yeah. Kevin Smith, almost being a sage, and then he gets involved but in the he, drama. They made it seem like he'd been there. Like he like he came in to ass. save the day. He like went on yeah. television. Well, he yeah, came in yeah. to He's fuck like, up the day, though. Do... Really. <laughs> Let me fix everything. And by fix, I mean ruin. <laughs> by fix, I mean fix everything to make me happy. <laughs> Specifically. So Craig is in the boiler room. He runs into Spinner. And he's like, so Kevin Smith obviously knows that I'm living at the school writing music. So don't tell anybody about it. And Spinner's so dumb. Spinner's so dumb that he's like, yeah, that tracks. And, sure. But I think Spinner's just so happy that Craig is not being mean to him. And Craig is like kind of confiding in him about Ashley and he's like Ashley she's a virus like she just gets in yeah. you and eats you up and spits you out again so I know that Craig is bipolar he does a really like Jake Epstein is like an amazing actor like I want to like I'll talk about him forever and we'll talk about him even more later when he like really spirals because he's a, like brilliant but I feel like almost all of like Craig's like bipolar episodes that we see is like just straight mania mm -hmm. the entire time like yeah. we don't really see him like crash too often like it's just always manic and i guess that makes it more interesting for television but i'm like you're you're not gonna be manic all the time but all we see is like manic craig he is very manic and he's like making eggs and also why is spinner already at the school like in the middle of the night like you're not catering anymore i don't think it's the middle i think or, it's the morning but it's like it's so early like no one else is there jay isn't even there with his hairnet well, I feel like food people have to get there early, right? I don't know. I, I mean, know. I when I do like when I like do production for shoots and stuff, um, we just have catering arrive at the same time the rest of the crew arrives because catering generally like I mean maybe it's just like photo shoots are smaller, but catering doesn't take a long time to like set up because it's like they already make the food; they're just like putting it on 
a table. Well, maybe Spinner's just so happy to be back at the school and around his peers that he's like, I will get here super early and be the best caterer I can be. God damn it. Oh, Spinner. I don't know. You deserve nothing. <laughs> so then they're filming a scene and Kevin Smith has tampons in his nose and Caitlin is playing a teacher and is doing a really bad job. He calls her Mrs. Joey, which <laughs> I thought was rude. So and then so now this is when we see Kevin Smith be really bitter about mm. Caitlin. So pouty. He's just a baby. <laughs> yeah, that wasn't acting. <laughs> it was like one kiss for a lady you met like a day ago, like the other day, and she was clearly uncomfortable that it happened. To yeah. be fair, like immediately after, crushing on his whole life. Yeah. It's not like she was like, let's continue this later. And he's like, well, I don't get what's the, what the 180. Yeah. I don't get it. You seem so all right with it. <laughs> <laughs> he was too busy mooning over her like immediately afterwards. And yeah. then after like 20 million takes, Kevin Smith just like kicks her off the set. And while they're still trying to re- record the scene, um, Craig just comes in in the middle of shooting and it's like hey so the song i've been working on and just interrupts the entire flow of the set it's a lot um and yeah oh i also wrote ellie's the best actor in this movie <laughs> like she's better than jay she's better than kevin smith she is the best actor in this movie and is being constantly preyed on by jay just yeah <laughs> that was weird it's gross i'm like i'm like ellie is 16 <laughs> But uh, honestly, like, if but he's... also in real life, that actress is a child and Jay is uh, not a child. Uh, uh. So even like acting with him putting his hand on her knee made me feel very uncomfortable. Yeah, I mean, lived. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's rough. Amuse. But I mean, if if Jay is gonna like creepily hit on any teenager, like. It should be Ellie because she's most likely to like stab him. That's true. She can her and Alex. <laughs> he could also hit on Alex. Alex would literally stab him. She can protect herself. So Craig comes in. Kevin says, "Is like, why are you not in London?" And Spinner is like, "Wait, he told me that you were okay with him living in the boiler room. I don't understand what's happening." And then Spinner brings Joey to the school, and. He confronts Craig, and I don't really remember what happens. Um, all I all I have is that uh, Kevin Smith says, "Oh my God, who are you now?" Because like Spinner just like appears from nothing, and also like Kevin Smith gives Spinner this look like, "Of course I didn't tell him to live in the boiler room. What's <laughs> wrong with you?" Um, and also, all of those bananas are green that he brought with him they're all green <laughs> way Why too right about to live at home if he was not I, going. I guess he just didn't want to like was he just gonna live in the boiler room also like how is london like oh it's nice it's very steamy yeah, well, and that's, uh that's just way, like you gotta think of like teenagers well, anytime you're planning sense. on running away right like, it's like you, oh i can't go back and tell them that i didn't go to london or you know, that. My, my confusion is not with craig's plan it's more so with uh, Spinner stupidity. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> he's not the brightest bulb. Oh, actually, I think Joey confronts Craig, and then Craig just runs away yeah. because then yeah. um, this is then Joey lashes out at Caitlin and is like, yeah. "This is your fault that he ran away." And I was like, "I don't think that's true," but <laughs> yeah. Well, first, there's a sweet, sweet Tessa Campanelli reference. That's true. 
Um, are you fucking Tessa Campanelli? Anyway, um, and then I also wrote, this is the most I've ever liked Angie. Like her one line of, let's go upstairs. Yeah. Like, oh, this is the best you've ever been on this show. This is an adult conversation. We're not adults. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's, the, it's the best she's ever been. Because normally she's super obnoxious. She's really annoying. That child actress is usually not good at all. Mm. So let's give her less lines and more. Let's go upstairs. <laughs> like her lines are saying that she is leaving. <laughs> Those are the only lines from Angie that I like. Ones that mean she won't be there anymore. And then Joey and Caitlin get in a big fight. And they're like blaming each other for things. And Caitlin brings up that she like paid for the house. Like if it weren't for me, you wouldn't have a roof to live under. And I don't. And Joey's like blaming her for trying to push Craig to London and it's a whole thing and then we cut to Craig well I I feel like um like Joey's arguments are valid and I I mean both of them are are making points that are not not true um but like unnecessarily harsh yeah like especially the house thing because he never asked her to like buy the house she didn't talk to him about it first she just like bought his fucking house from under him and was like we live here now um which <laughs> is a weird you. it's it's a weird move um and and they fought about it and the only reason they stopped fighting was because there was a school shooting and they had to go make sure Craig was okay That's and then true. they never brought it up again so it's like oh. it's already like a point of contention <laughs> so why why are you br- like why are you fighting about this when it was like he was mad at you for doing this so why what are you th- throwing it in his face yeah, what a mean lady. It was She's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. It's, it's um, a real dick move. But then we see Craig walking around the streets, and he meets Skinny, who's drumming away. Skinny. One of, one of the worst drumming, like, homeless drumming drummers I've ever seen. Like, <laughs> if you go to New York, you see people really well, going crazy. That's the thing, is Jeez. that we're spoiled by New York City street drummers. <laughs> Canadian street drummers, you think they'd be listening to that Neil Peart uh, street drumming, <laughs> that Rush style? But no, they right, just got just they got just got, got skinny on the cans, <laughs> <laughs> on the literal cans. Just, just <laughs> is Rush like the? <laughs> I just it's almost like I don't I don't think that you're gonna be good, bro. Like, whoa, whoa, you can't. Not anyone can just come up and do this. <laughs> All right, you, you hit a couple of you hit a couple of chords. You, you're okay, man. He strummed like a, for two seconds, and someone immediately dropped money in the bucket. And he's like, okay, okay, you can. Like stay, he man. heard her at least for the first time in yeah. his life. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, oh my god, you're you my. Stay for an hour. You we'll are my lead guitarist until I beat you past. It's it's ridiculous, but yeah, no, his drumming is terrible it's like little drummer boy it's like and then like that's it like so then craig just decides to start busking his troubles away (laughs) well skinny did ask craig at one point didn't you score jay and silent bob go canadian eh? (laughs) how does skinny know about this look in his eye just like almost are you the craig well i like that he ends up in like a soup kitchen like a nut just being like oh i scored his movie i scored i scored it did you see that oh yeah that was that was was kind of sad tragic it's a rough moment we haven't even gotten to the part that led him to that which is him getting beaten yeah yeah, i think before he gets yeah let's go back to that before he gets beaten we cut to the ninjas 
um, we're at the dance and Caitlin comes and is like, everything's terrible. Like, I only want to talk to you. And oh, that yeah, might have happened earlier. She, at one point she goes to his trailer and it's weird. And he, Oh, yeah. And then the next <laughs> scene is like, weird. thanks for being a good friend and talking to me like while he's filming the prom scene. And then he's like, let's dance. And she's like, wait, what? And he's like, it's my movie. I can dance with whoever I want. And then the ninjas come and um, they have the fight sequence. Excuse you. Before the ninjas, Jay is dancing with Manny and he's like, I'll wait until you're 18. And I'm like. This is creepy, but not surprising. And also, I'm, when I was 14, I had uh, a friend who was like in his early 20s who's like, I'll wait for you. And I was like, oh, wow. and I was like, I'm 14. And he was like, never mind. Goodbye. <laughs> and I was like, this is familiar. And that's and essentially what happened in this scene. He's like, wait, how old are you again? And she's like, I'm a freshman. And he's like, wait, where are the seniors? <laughs> Which is like, it's still not great, but like, at least it's close. At least he recognizes that it's not a great idea. Also, like, why are we pretending that Manny is 14? Like, out of all of the girls in this school, she is the least 14 looking. <laughs> um, so, and then ninjas happen. And then Joey, again, nobody on the show, like, understands the concept of, like, filming a movie. Because they all just burst into the set. And they're like, where's my son? <laughs> <laughs> but but to be fair to be fair kevin smith has it coming yeah that's that true most of his movies is people bursting in but does he... my son <laughs> isn't joey kind of just there to watch um his his girl leave really? he just goes to different parts of canada gives them bad yeah. advice and just well no joey it. joey like if i'm remembering this they, correctly does he really even talk to craig at the dance well, Craig's not at like the dance. Craig was not at the dance, though. That's what I'm saying. So he yeah. just he goes there to watch Caitlin hug Kevin Smith and be all sad about it. Well, yes. I think he comes because Craig is missing, and he's like, Caitlin, I don't know where Craig is. He's been gone for a day. But yeah. he bursts into the set, and it's sad. And... I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The school has no goddamn security. No. no they don't, especially right after a school shooting. It's crazy. Right? It's the summer. They're all they're yeah. all on the beach. Nobody's mad at school when it's summer. <laughs> they're all like school in summer. No class. <laughs> but also, why doesn't this like why doesn't this like professional films that have security and like? Because it's Kevin Smith. Where <laughs> are they gonna fair. use hockey jerseys? <laughs> and the mullet hat. So. More <laughs> valuable than Kevin Smith. Oh, that mullet hat. And also, Jay calls him Lunchbox, which I haven't heard in so long. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh man, remember that? Remember those days? So, after we've established that Craig is a thousand percent missing, then we cut back to Craig and Skinny walking around on the streets and they see this man like getting into his car and Skinny's. And Craig is like, oh, you want to ask him for money? And Skinny's like, no need to ask. We can just take it from him. Okay, I have a lot of feelings about this. First of all, he's like, we only made $3, which like seems highly <laughs> unlikely. $3 and like six cents. And then he's like, we're going to steal from that guy who's like coming out of like a car wash. And there are people yeah. around. And like he's far away. Like he's like across the street. And it's not like he can like casually pickpocket him. And there are other humans around, and it's daylight, 
what is like I, I honestly I think Skinny's a meth head because like that's the only thing that's making sense. He to is me. kind of channeling Jesse. I don't Pinkman. think he wanted to pickpocket them. I think he was gonna take it by brute force. <laughs> I think, think he was looking Skinny. for a confrontation. In the life of Skinny, hindsight's always twenty twenty. <laughs> I think that this was it was a test. Like I think he was always planning on robbing Craig. Just oh, even because because yeah. of the guitar. Yeah. And I think this was kind of like, is he willing? Like, all right, let's see how crazy he is. And he saw that, all right, he's not about anything, so I'm going to just rob him right Brent, here. You're, you're just in the mind of Skinny. Well, he know? says this is breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And yeah. like, this is some extravagant music. Exactly. He's, <laughs> having, he's having lobster breakfast, like, lunch, yeah. and dinner. Like, <laughs> I believe the exact line is, looks, like, looks more like breakfast, lunch, dinner, and a lot of other meals after that. Which is not a great <laughs> line. Like, That's my guitar. That's a, a bad comeback. Like, I'll tell you what this looks like. And they find out it's like a squire it's not even like a real well like, actually the guitar was an entire plot point because when craig got um the dad like trust fund money he was like you know what i'm gonna do because i hate my dad i'm gonna buy a i think it's like four thousand dollars it's like a four thousand dollar guitar skinny's Oof. gonna eat great <laughs> skinny's gonna change his name to fast skinny can buy himself a house or at least on an apartment. Yeah, okay. He doesn't even remember his own name. Skinny. Skinny. Skinny's like the most like meth head name I've ever heard. Skinny. Come on, skinny. Yeah. And he just dresses like a gutter punk. I'm I'm here for it. Oh, Skinny, we'll miss you. Can we do a eulogy for Skinny? Because we're never gonna see him again, even though he's not a real character. Skinny, your time was brief, but it left a lasting impression. Uh, you'll live in our hearts as the fake St. Mark's gutter punk who goes home in the spring. With a homeless man. I remember the skinny. first time I met Skinny. <laughs> he was hitting those cans, playing them for days. We hope you buy breakfast, lunch, dinner, and meals for the rest of your life. <laughs> Somebody get Skinny a real job. Can we get Skinny on this podcast? Yes. I think that that's actually pretty gettable for us. I think Skinny lives across the street from me. <laughs> <laughs> and something that was interesting so Craig got beat up by a homeless person yeah. arguably depending on what you actually think Skinny is and then he immediately goes to a homeless shelter that's full of homeless people maybe they all met Skinny it's like there's no way like there's, a, there's no way that homeless people just beat people it's up it's a Canadian right? hobo network <laughs> like a, a homeless person at mugs that's a rare that's a rare thing do you think that Skinny was not homeless then and he may have been a guardian angel <laughs> he was there are you saying he's his Clarence but yes. Who, <laughs> yes. Is skinny is skinny Craig's Clarence being beat up by homeless he wanted he wanted to put uh Craig back on the straight and narrow so he had to show him how hard it gets and then once you hit rock bottom the only place you can go is up wait but the main question that I have about this is if Craig rings a bell will skinny get his wings no he'll get more meth <laughs> which is kind of I the same thing <laughs> he'll still think he can fly so it's really it's all, all the, the same we're gonna get him on this podcast it's gonna i feel like he's a very gettable person 
beautiful act of karmic revenge. This is probably like one of three IMDb credits, so we can find it. He's probably actually drumming on the streets. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think Skinny was also in Godzilla 1998? (laughs) 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 I can't believe Joey was in that movie. (laughs) Oh, I wish we had known during the time. You probably can't even see him because it says Apache Apache Pilot. And I'm like... (laughs) Yeah! He's, he's, he has a face covered up. I love it! Yay! Apache. <laughs> oh my god. So then oh. Greg is in the shelter, and I think at the school, Caitlin is talking to Kevin Smith about how he's missing, and Kevin Smith is like, oh, well, if you need a Z list celebrity to like go on TV and talk about like it. Like I said, he keeps lowering his celebrity grade. <laughs> and no, no, he. This isn't at the school. Kevin oh, Smith straight up shows up at Joey's house. Like, why does he know where Joey lives? He comes to the house and he's like, I hope this isn't an imposition. I'm like, this is well, not Caitlin. a good idea. You could also get on Canadian TV really quickly. <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. We but, all know uh, he has great pull there. Something that bothered me was Kevin really kind of made it all about him. That's what I'm saying. Like, he knew yeah. way too much about these yeah. people. He had... Way like, too much stake in, the, in these lives. This that kid is missing. Yeah. And Kevin's like, well, you need a Z-list celebrity. <laughs> Feel bad about me yeah. and not your kid. <laughs> Who is literally missing right now. Like, shut the fuck up and, like, go help this kid. But, but, but yeah. seriously, did you take Sorry, that, I don't know if you guys you take that job swear on here. Right? Oh, no, we, we, we do a great deal of swearing on here. Lord. No, I... no, it's open season. <laughs> oh, good. I, I've I've definitely said cunty like more than twice on this show. Um, That's for three day rental. Yeah, we don't we don't tow those waters. Yeah, we're we're disgusting. Um, our our listeners are really used to it. Um, they're just like, oh, she's the terrible one. Yes, that is correct. So Kevin Smith is on TV, like telling people that Craig is missing, and Craig kind of registers this on the TV at the shelter, but at this point, Craig is in a full-on, like, manic episode. Like, he's, yeah. he's like, devolved. Is that a word? Devolved? Devolved? Yeah, yeah he's right? devolved. He's, Follow like, word. he's he's spiraling. It's, it's rough to watch, but also, like, fucking Jake Epstein, man. He's a good actor. Holy shit. And he, like, everything he does is pretty good. Holland and I have seen him in off-Broadway plays um, because oh. because he uh, does a lot of... He's actually in Beautiful he's on in Broadway beautiful right, right now. now. He, he's, <laughs> he's a good actor. Um, but he's like, he's so... Anytime like Craig has like anything like actually like meaty to do, like he's... Just he does a great job with it. Park. And so his picture is flashing on the TV and someone at the shelter obviously puts two and two together. And you mean the the one screaming about how he's making a movie for Kevin Smith <laughs> while there's a photo of a person that looks kind of like that person with I less blood on his face. It's worth noting to go back to Kevin Smith making this all by himself is when he's holding the picture of Craig, he's not really holding it too close to the camera. He's <laughs> like to his chest and everybody can see Kevin, <laughs> Kevin holding a picture of this boy with bipolar disorder (laughs) who's missing please help kevin find this kid (laughs) he also like he's not holding it in front of his face he's like it's it's like just look at me look at me in my hockey jersey (laughs) 
By the way, speaking of seeing things, have you seen Jersey Girl? <laughs> oh boy! Haters <laughs> everywhere. April seventh. If it, like honestly, if those words came out of his mouth, I would have been like, "Yeah, that that tracks. I get it. <laughs> Makes sense." And then, and then I think before Joey shows up to the shelter, um, Kevin Smith and Caitlin are talking about something. Kevin is basically giving her like a "Don't settle for less" pep talk. And JT interrupts them at one point. And then uh, Kevin Smith is like, James Tiberius. And I'm like, we haven't heard that in a while. <laughs> what What was that? What um, was that? Why did he do that? I know uh, what that is. <laughs> but why does he just yell at Ty- James Tiberius? Because that's his that's name. His name. His, it's JT, but his name is James Tiberius James York. Tiberius York. And I think he was just exclaiming it because uh, he was, like, interrupting their, like, almost make-out session again for some reason. And then Good. he's like, don't settle for less. Blah, blah, blah. And then Joey picks up Craig and brings him home. And it's just really <clears throat> sad when Joey finally shows up to the shelter. Oh, my God. It, like, crushed my heart. That was sad. Yeah, it was. Because he's like, where's my guitar? And I'm like, oh my god, I'm going to cry. I'm glad we had so much to say on it. And we were all like, yeah, it's sad. (laughs) It's sad. I I don't want to like... I felt emotion things. Yeah, I didn't want to make light of it. Yeah, it's like, you're mentioning that he's a great actor and he he really is a good actor. The build-up was done very well. That he can pull that off without being crazy over the top. Mm considering how over the top he had to be well the way that they delivered is because you yeah. see him going into his manic mm-hmm. well not even like he's already in it so you see the the whole manic episode happening and it's when he's surrounded by people and then they cut away they have a couple of other scenes and they come back to it where joey's brought to the shelter yeah and it's like he's talking and there's no one around him it's like it's like for him they never left but there's still no one there's no one around mm-hmm. him so that's what makes it so sad because <clears throat> joey walks into you know Essentially, like his greatest fear through the two episodes was him having, you know, an, an episode, essentially. Yeah. Um, and then he's seeing it happen and he's literally just talking to himself. And it's really sad. Yeah. Where a lot of this is just Joey, like, not wanting to face his fears, but he's being forced to. Yeah. Like, throughout everything going on mm-hmm. in his life everything's crashing down around him mm-hmm. and, and yeah, the whole arc is about him having everything together and having everything yeah. under control and literally everything in his life kind of just falls apart and at the same it, time it finally hits him and there's that scene where joey's like breaking down yeah and he's crying and that that was the one that hit me most where it's like he's just he's just going and then like <laughs> comes in it's like okay Sorry, Joey. Sorry, yeah. man. I mean, it's just like when everything hits you at once, it's that intense yeah, feeling definitely. of, you know, like having all these bad things happen at one time and then dealing with it is one of the most difficult things you can do. Everybody yeah. has a very ugly crying face. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody's crying. It's like, like the most... <laughs> Ashley's is the best, though. We only get it for like one second when she's getting into the car to go to the airport, but it's horrible. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's... Um, so Craig finally gets home and then Joey and Caitlin have like an emotional like come to Jesus moment where they're like this isn't working anymore like this is too hard like what happened to us I literally wrote down what have you become but also like di- what did happen to them because fucking th- Kevin Smith happened I know, to but, them like, shit, they were like we fight all the time and I'm like you just started fighting two episodes ago like you were fine like not even like they were fine until like 
part two, they started fighting, basically. Yeah. yeah. Maybe wait for Kevin Smith to leave. <laughs> yeah, maybe <laughs> wait for this to <laughs> blow <laughs> over. <laughs> like, his movie's almost done. He's going to come back for the premiere. But other than that, like... And then, but then Caitlin's like, yeah, I'm thinking about actually taking that job in L.A. And I was like, don't fucking leave for L.A. This is stupid. Well, you also have an L.A. bias. That's true. But like, that's not, I'm I'm mainly like, don't leave Joey. He doesn't deserve this. Um, 18 degrees. (laughs) I like how a Canadian graduation ceremony is just a Canadian flag plastered over everything. (laughs) (laughs) They got their degrees in Canadiology. They're all like wearing like red and all the graduation caps have like maple leaves on. It's a whole thing. And they and Jane Silent Bob don't have actual graduation caps on. They have like pasted the mortar mortar boards what are those yeah. called on to their um, art their hats yeah. that they already wear was that just doubling as degrassi's graduation ceremony too they're like you know we're filming a movie right now let's just get you guys graduated too well we do get a like very brief emma appearance we just see her throw her cap in yeah. here i'm like i wonder how much like miriam mcdonald got paid for that four seconds <laughs> but no actually none of our characters on degrassi are seniors yet so no one's graduated uh-huh. yet because we've been following them since middle school. Whoa. Wow. <laughs> um, yeah. So then, yeah, they film the graduation scene. It's a wrap on the movie. I have a f- I have feelings about not the actual graduation. So, okay. I mean, I'm assuming we've all seen Kevin Smith movies. And, like, Silent Bob has a thing that he says eventually at some point. And, like, especially in Clerks, like, it was, like, poignant. And like good yeah. and like and this was like garbled nonsense. I was like, <laughs> I was like, this Silent Bob like talking like this is like the least Kevin Smith thing about this entire movie. Because like I mean, I granted, I haven't seen any of his new stuff oh, no, that no, actually man. features Jay and Silent Bob, but I feel like across the board, the like occasional Silent Bob thing is usually good. To be fair, I think that that movie was probably going to be garbled nonsense anyway. <laughs> if it, like, I, feel, I feel like that was the point of it was to do the satire on the trope that is Silent Bob giving his poignant uh, speech, considering that majority of the shit that they shot in that was just like, all right, we're over the top exaggerations mm-hmm. of our characters. So Silent Bob, you're going to have a, your big talking moment and it's just going to be garbage. <laughs> yeah. That's my like opinion I, on it. Right, yeah. I'd like to give them credit for that, but I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I want to give I want to give Kevin Smith benefit of the doubt after he destroyed this small Canadian town. <laughs> <laughs> he just like came in, ruined everything, and left. <laughs> Later. Speaking of being ruined, after this scene, this is when Joey goes into the hallway and starts crying. Oh, Joey. Poor Joey. Yeah. More ugly crying faces. Poor <laughs> Joey. And then Craig is like, but you have me and Angela. We're going to be there for you. And it's very sad. And then, like, they go back into the gym and everyone's drinking champagne. And it ends with the freeze frame with Joey, like, really sadly holding yeah. up a champagne glass <laughs> to Kate. I'm like, oh. leave the season off? Yeah. Like, damn. It's like, great. Jo- join us next time, guys. <laughs> I bet you can't wait till season five. It's like the most bummer of an ending. It was terrible. Cut, cut the cue to the ending. It's credits. like the one guy who really thinks. Thinks- 
he didn't do anything <laughs> wrong. Like he kind of got screwed over. Yeah. It's like you don't. I don't want to see this. No. Yeah. Don't so make me place. feel my emotions. Right <laughs> Degrassi is always going to be here to make you feel your feelings. It goes there. That is their tagline. <laughs> it goes there. Um, I I love a Joey and Craig like dad bonding moment. They have a great relationship. It makes me happy. Um, so you guys, that's a wrap on season four. Crazy. So who? Let's go around. Who is everyone's MVP, Spirit Squad captain of the two-part episode? <laughs> who, who wants to start? Toby. <laughs> Toby. Toby. <laughs> Toby. He wasn't even in the episodes we're talking about, but he was in the episode before it. Fucking Toby. Fucking Toby. <laughs> Actually, no, he made a brief appearance. He was in this episode for two seconds. He, like, hugged Ellie on stage at the graduation. Which was right. weird, because he's not nervous. friends with Ellie. <laughs> Although, maybe when the Breakfast Club episode, they became kind of friends. But, yeah, I'm so your 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 Spirit Squad perfect. captain is Toby, final answer. <laughs> oh, yeah, because... For, for Will, yeah. For me, because I, I like, you know, the episode beforehand where he's awkwardly asking that girl at the prom... And then the uh, the other kid swoops in and saves her, but then she ends up going to prom with him, like gives him a dance, but clearly isn't invested. But he's like, never leave me. <laughs> <laughs> that's Toby in a nutshell. That, that's Toby's entire like Toby. just demeanor. Like he's that's that's Toby, just slimy, <laughs> slimy potato. I, I got I gotta go with Spinner. Really? Without a doubt, yeah, because he's Actually, the that's one a good call. through his stu- through his stupidity, alerting <laughs> uh, Joey that Greg yeah. has gone missing. Yeah. So if Spinner had just like done nothing about it, it seems like he was legitimately concerned. Yeah, he yeah. did seem concerned. I the my biggest memories of Degrassi is Spinner buying a hoodie. So I <laughs> I have a a deep connection with Spinner. <laughs> Because my only memories of this show is, I'm going to steal this hoodie, <laughs> which I may be making up. I don't know. But well, I just remember a central plot point of an episode was Spinner gets a hoodie. <laughs> he stole Drake's MP3 player so we could pay and afford a hoodie. So oh. You're close. Now I feel bad, but whatever. <laughs> he stole a kid's, a wheelchair kid's MP3. Oh. He wasn't it, in a wheelchair yet. It was, it, oh, it was, pre, it was pre-wheelchair days. Well, regardless, I feel like Spinner, Spinner knew someday he'd be in a wheelchair. <laughs> Spinner's not as dumb as he's letting off. My, my my pick for MVP would have to be Joey, simply because I feel so bad. I feel like I should just give him the MVP oh. because literally everything else went wrong for him. So I'm going to give him that. He, he, he gets that. He, he gets really the MVP the except for the episode. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, yeah go, no, he, he's go probably like I don't know what happens after this. I don't know what's gonna happen in season five, but uh, the day that this takes place over is probably the worst <laughs> without someone dying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is getting engaged and then unengaged within a few hours, yeah. and having your stepson give up all those pills, <laughs> get beaten by a hobo basically go completely 
like the worst end of bipolar disorder possible. I love that you're calling him a hobo. Yeah. Whoa. He feels so old timey. Like I feel like he should have like a bandana sack tied to a stick. Beaten by a lovable tramp named Steve. Like walking down the train tracks. That rapscallion drifted from across the bay. Oh, I, I uh, hate that nomad. <laughs> what about you, Brandon? Um, yeah, so I guess my MVP, this is a little bit more abstract, but I, I would go with, like, just the relationship between Craig and oh. and Joey. I feel like that relationship kind of propels, like, both episodes to, like, where they need to go. And it, like, just ba- based on how they interact with each other and how their personalities are, it kind of, like, helps you easily follow and it, it helps you easily side with both of them like neither of them are the bad guy in any of their situations and yeah. what's happening to them is not not neither of their faults like they definitely make bad decisions in the moment but like you can't really blame them for their particular situations and because of that like it the the really emotional like moments really pay off because of how well they pay attention to specifically those two characters and the relationship so yeah yeah, for sure. That's our first um, abstract spirit squad captain, and I'm here for it because that's a good one. Um, so I'm going with Ellie because she just carried that whole movie. <laughs> um, I think I'm also going to go with Joey. Like, for all the shit that he went through, he still managed to like pull through and come out like. Un, like alive out of everything that happened. Um. All right. How about ship of the episode? Were oh, we shipping so, anybody? So easy. Kevin. Kevin. And Caitlin, <laughs> or just with himself. Oh, <laughs> oh, I was gonna say Skinny and the guy he was trying to rob. <laughs> I wanted them him to go to rob him, but then they were gonna realize that they were old lovers from the past. <laughs> rekindle their relationship and have it out right and, there in the car in the car wash. Hey, you know what? Anything goes in Canada. <laughs> I love it. Canada, there's no rules. <laughs> um, I'm for sure going with uh, uh, Jay and Alanis Morissette. Perfect. I'm with you on that. I think that that's like the best possible option for this. <laughs> I, I hope that they banged it out in this trailer. <laughs> yeah. You gotta hope because she's probably the only one that's over um, 21 18. or 18. Yeah. yeah. Oh. It's real slim picking through Kevin Smith. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Kevin. I, yeah, I can in good conscience ship him and Caitlin. No, although they're bar scene, they, they had, had great chemistry. chemistry. Yeah. Which is like a little bit upsetting to admit, but that's I just, okay. I didn't. I didn't like how big a deal Kevin Smith was to the to the, <laughs> to the characters within the show. I was like, this was a show before Kevin Smith got there, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's it's truly like the weirdest departure ever. Yeah, it's, it's still confusing to me. It it almost felt like you know how whenever the Muppets would appear on like a TV show. <laughs> turned completely abstract and crazy <laughs> it felt like that for a minute thanks kevin <laughs> so bizarre um moral of the episode go I'm... trust smith and yeah. <laughs> end, end sentence <laughs> i mean i don't i just i don't. take your pills yeah but like hey. stay medicated 
you can't control everything, so yeah. stop trying so hard. That's, That's a, a good, good one. one. Oh, jinx. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I think that's a pretty good one, actually. And be Seriously, honest go. with yourself and others, I guess. I think that that's like one of our regular ones. Be honest. <laughs> Communicate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Oh, did we want to read that YouTube comment? Oh, we yeah. Found a I want, I want, <laughs> yeah, I forgot that it existed. Um, <laughs> this is from, oh, no, you have a terrible name. Ooh, monkey co freak. Ooh. Oh, go oh, fuck what? yourself. Go fuck yourself. Three months ago, uh, it says <laughs> Ashley has been needing space since season one. True. Which is a true fact. Everyone has needed space from Ashley since season one. Because fuck Ashley. Seriously. She's fucked off to London. I feel like she might not come back after this. No, she comes back because she gets back together with Jimmy and they fight about music. But that's, I think, a, wh- a while later, though. He, like, raps over one of her tracks. And yeah, she's but... like, you're ruining my life. And he's like, sorry, I'm a better musician than you. <laughs> hey, sorry, I'm Drake. <laughs> but I think she, like, stays in London for a really long time oh, yeah, before she does. that. So I think it's... we're, like, saying goodbye to her for now. Does she get a little bit of European culture and then become super pretentious about it? Probably. Almost certainly, because she's already pretty pretentious for no reason. That's totally in her character wheelhouse. Mm -hmm. Cardigans only. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. So we'll we'll do some plugs around the room. Yeah. You, like you, you, what? You. Uh, <laughs> just, just like what we're into right now, or something we got coming up? Um, both. Do oh. like a, what? Uh, <laughs> plug your podcast. Just remind everyone what it's called. Yes. Um, and mm-hmm. then like something that like you're working on, or if you want to like just be oh. like follow me on this social media, and then like a thing that you're enjoying. Okay, cool. So we're um. We're three-day rental in December. In <laughs> January, we are coming back as Blockbuster Night. Mm-hmm. And you can follow us on Twitter at Three Day Rental Cast. That's the number three, not the not the letters T H R and then E twice. But um, we're <laughs> gonna be, we're we're keeping that uh, Twitter name because essentially the, um, we're also Three Day Rental on SoundCloud. So Three Day Rental is gonna be just like the main handle, and uh, Blockbuster Night is the podcast. So we're going to be releasing uh, short video uh, content coming yeah. out soon. We have a lot planned for 2017, uh, but you definitely listen to the podcast. We talk about all your favorite and not so favorite uh, 90s movies. Yep. And, and me, Holland and I are going to be on it soon. So yes, you should listen for that. February 20th is when that one's going to drop. Mm-hmm. And you guys are coming on to talk to us about Wild Wild West. <laughs> I'm Fuck so yeah, we excited. Are. I'm ready for some Will Smith, some animatronic spiders. Speaking of Wild yeah. Wild West and Kevin Smith, I believe yes. Kevin Smith knows a lot about the making of that movie because he talked about it on a How Did This Get Made episode. Um, I think this week, if I'm not mistaken about it, we'll be having Home Alone. No, no, no. What When this premieres... Wednesday. Oh man, this premieres this this actual week. Yeah, this coming Wednesday. Okay, this week we will be having the Nightmare Before Christmas and the Santa Claus. So uh, we're we're doing Christmas movies right now. The Santa Claus with Tim Allen. Yes. Yeah, yeah, Fuck yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Monday is Nightmare Before Christmas, and then Wednesday is the Santa Claus. We have um, our backlog goes into like mid January right now, yeah, sorry, so everything's that. like <laughs> out of order. <laughs> <laughs> right now. Flux. 
But yeah. um, yeah, definitely tune to that. Personally, I'm Mike Patton. You could follow me on Twitter at Patton Pending, and yeah. I'm working on a bunch of animation right now, trying to get that out. And um, I've been super into Daft Science by Coins. It's a mashup album of the Beastie Boys and Daft Punk. So totally check that out. That sounds Ooh, amazing. Yeah. Will Fleming showed that to me. Oh, he did. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Kevin Smith. Um, yeah, well, I, I'm actually starring my own line of hockey jerseys with my face on them. <laughs> if you guys want to go to my website, uh, I'm not KevinSmith.com. <laughs> oh, no, I'm, I'm Will Fleming. I'm not, I have Facebook. I'm not really super on social media, but uh, I mean, I'm just kind of working on writing some things right now to get together. Like he mentioned before, um, you know, three-day rental here. We're going to be gearing up to have a pretty big year. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Justin? Yeah, I'm Justin. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Drifter1717. And something I, I'm into is uh, Awaken My Love by Childish Gambino. I've listened to that album. Oh, my album. God. Uh, uh, that that's great uh, i have all good. the childish gambino like funk feelings right now <laughs> a lot of good rap albums coming out lately because yeah. i was gonna say i know it came out about a month ago right now we got from here thank you for the service by tribe called quest yeah which is mm-hmm. big thing i've been really listening good, to lately yeah, yeah. <clears throat> uh i'm brandon yeah like i'm not huge on social media um but yeah i'm i'm working on i'm writing some stuff working on some stuff for the three-day rental slash um blockbuster night stuff uh be yeah, it I've been listening to the Tribe Called Quest album. Uh, J. Cole dropped an album uh, this Friday, I think, which I really like. Um, and, yeah, just general stuff. Yeah. Nice. I, I forgot to mention, um, I have a website. It's www.patentpending.org, and that has links to all my animation work and uh, a bunch of sketchbooks on there, and then links to the podcast. So if you want to check that out as well, <laughs> do it. <laughs> Cool. Um, well, everyone can follow me at Holland Tacular on Instagram and Twitter, and I'm going to recommend the new <clears throat> Netflix docuseries Captive, and it's just about people who've survived captive situations, and I'm in. It's very interesting, and I'm all about it. Um, I am at Kel Sucks with a Z at the end on all all the things. Um. <laughs> All the things that you should follow me on anyway. I'm not that on Facebook, but you can access my Facebook because I'm weird and private. Um, <laughs> I um, Oh, we should also like plug our own Yeah, stuff. we'll do that. We'll do that. Um, okay, so I got into this podcast that I highly recommend. Actually, I got into two, so I'm going to do this really fast. Um, one is called Stranglers. It's on Earwolf. It's about um, the Boston Strangler, and it's amazing. Like it's it's so goddamn good, you guys. It's like well produced. Nice. They interview like the victims, like family, and like stuff. Like like, I mean, they're all old now. Like they interview this like eighty-seven-year-old woman who like did all of the reporting, and she was like this like brazen like lady journalist who was like so ahead of her time and she had to like fight her way up you guys i'm fucking living for this podcast that sounds amazing it's amazing and also spirits a drunken dive into myths and legends <laughs> um is fucking dope and it's exactly what it sounds like drunkenly <clears throat> talking about spirits and legends it's it's just like they talk about like persephone and they talk about like kelpies and um selkies which are both crazy and it's it's just a goddamn delight yeah that sounds cool 
<laughs> and also just for whatever it takes in general, we're on Twitter at Degrassi Pod. We're on Tumblr, whatever it takes podcast dot tumblr dot com. You can email us at whatever it takes podcast at gmail dot com. We're on SoundCloud. We're on iTunes. And if you're on iTunes, you can rate and review us. And if you leave us a review, we will make up a fan fiction involving you and someone in Degrassi. So incentive. Gonna leave a review. Do it. You should. And And if you have any preferences for who you would like to be shipped with, leave that there and we will make your dreams come true. Toby. (laughs) Toby. Throw us to the wolves. <laughs> we want to go in the way we came in, blind. <laughs> Which this has been a delay. Should we do grapevines? I think now. I think we've been talking for long enough. <laughs> this is almost a two-hour podcast. It's actually not our longest podcast. It's not our longest. Um, oh, wow. We don't really have that many grapevine um, entries. I anyway. mean, we have, we have a few tweets and we have a review, but we can do the review uh, on our next episode. Mm-hmm. We'll deal with that. I just want to read um, a few tweets really fast. Go for so it. we got one from. Um, Louise Belcher, who's not really Louise Belcher, but <laughs> her uh, Twitter handle is uh, at my name is Allison with two N's. And she says, so I'm going to see Taking Back Sunday next Friday. Weren't they on an episode of Degrassi or am I just imagining things? They're on a two part episode. It's called What's It Feel Like to Be a Ghost? And Craig is like touring with them. Whoa. Yeah, that's something that happens in the future. You guys, if you ever need to know any trivia about Degrassi or emo music, Holland and I are your girls. Got um, it. <clears throat> Yeah. Oh, and we finally found out more about the guy who played Wheels that died and no one knew about it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It was a real bummer. (laughs) It took like four years for people to discover someone who was on Degrassi had passed away. Oh. Mm -hmm. But it was the original Degrassi from the 80s. Oh, okay. Well, that makes more sense. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It it was a huge bummer. I was just like, oh, man, I need to like look at some pictures of puppies or something. It was like he like wrote off like his whole family. Get the dog sleeping on your bed. Yeah, yeah. She's, she's still, still snoring. snoring, by the way. Ah, good. She just loves the sound of your voices. <laughs> um. Also, we we got some we got some tweets about diva cups because we talked about that last time for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Um, Emo music, Degrassi trivia, diva cups. That, so, those are our <laughs> top three. That's what we're here to talk about. That's you what guys. we know about. Except we don't actually know about diva cups. Also, um, Holland's sister let us know that she knows for a fact that the future character on Degrassi who has HIV is taking both correct and incorrect medications. That's fun. Oh. Yeah, which is a good time. Um, yeah, we got we got a lot of tweets about uh, all the AIDS talk. Also, um, we got a really good we got sent a really good promo photo that I don't know if I'm gonna I they can we'll, probably see. We'll it. retweet it. It's really. It's really good. I Can you know. guys see how good this photo is? Because it delights me. I can't tell. <laughs> Barely. Can see it. Here. But we can yeah. make out that it's people making a letter, maybe? They're, yeah. like, falling out. Oh, there it is. Okay, cool. Oh, that's cool. Oh, that's nice. nice. Fun. Toby's on the floor, I believe. Falling out of a locker. Yeah, it's it's when they were little babies. Look at Manny that's with her so hair. Weird. That's actually our podcast promo. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Did we retweet that? Um, no, but we will now. We'll retweet it and everyone can go and look at it. Yeah. it's great. Sorry, we're like just burning through this because I just realized that we have like a lot of tweets just like stored up. But I think that, I think we're good. I think that's it for us. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then also we retweeted, um, 
Allegra also uh, <laughs> photoshopped, photoshopped Jay's face onto Miss Jay's body from, from America's Next, Next Top, Top Model. Model. Oh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Which <laughs> brings me great joy. Um, yeah, so you guys, that's it for us. Thank you so much, everybody, for being on the podcast. I hope you had a great Degrassi experience. Thank you, you for did. having us. Yes, thank, thank you, you very much. It was interesting. It was great to be on. We look forward to having you guys on to talk some uh, Will Smith. A wiki wiki yes. wild. Oh, my God. I'm so ready. Robot spiders. But thanks again, you guys. And um, everyone, make sure to listen to Three Day Rental slash if it's January blockbuster night. Um, we will be on for Wild Wild West. And yeah. it's going to be I'm ready fucking rad. It's going to be a time. Yeah. <laughs> Bye, Panthers. Bye, Panthers.